Buck 92.3 FM and AM 830 is WMMI Shepherd Mount Pleasant. Welcome to Spock Sports Show, presented locally by Barbary Law Firm. Let's look inside this week's local sports scene with your host, Chris Spockman. Welcome to Spock Sports Show live from the Bird Bar and Grill from the Barberry Law Firm of Mobile Sports Studios, cross country and volleyball before we take a deep dive into those high school football playoffs. This week, cross-country regionals take place in soccer. Elma really the only local team left. They play Manistee tomorrow. And in volleyball, D4 matchups are out. Districts, Sacred Heart will have a bye and play the winner of Midland Cavalry Baptist in Big Rapids Crossroads in Vesterberg. Beale City will be hosting districts, and they'll open play next Monday, Halloween night versus Carson City. Crystal, Claire will host districts with Gladwin, Bullet Creek, Standish, Ogama Heights, and Shepard. The Jays and the Pioneers play against each other in the opener in a really odd district for the Oilers. They're not in with the Midlands or the Bay Cities. They're all the way down in Rockford, and they will play Rockford in that opener next Monday. And I have now got Jamison Latham, Jack Fussman, and Coach Gross here with me from Beale City. Thank you guys so much for joining me. And uh, first things first, let's talk about that game from last Friday night. Cass City, pretty pretty darn tough team. Were you guys surprised at all how tough they were up front? We'll start with you, Jamison. Uh, no, coming into the game, we knew they were going to be big and physical. They're over there in the thumb, and they're always, they always bring their physicality. So, Jack, what did you think? I mean, we saw on film they were big, and when they showed up, they were just as big on film, and they were physical, and we knew we were going to get the T for four quarters straight probably, so we kind of yeah. knew what we had coming for us. Yeah, Coach Gross, what you, would you think? Kind of the same thing as those guys said? Yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, they were uh, they were uh, pretty young as well. You know, I think right. they only had two or three seniors, so, you know, I think our, I think our speed and everything kind of, you know, took over, and Basically, we knew what we were getting at. So I wanted to, you know, ask you guys this: Did it remind you of like a, a good Mc and, and no, you know, McBain's obviously in the playoffs this year. You guys could end up even seeing him again, but it did remind you guys of a good McBain team, the way they came out and ran the tee. And what I, I'll say, respected third and six, third and five until it was late in the game. They didn't change what they were doing. They kept it on the ground and coming at you guys. Oh yeah, and I, I kind of told some people early in the week, it's like, well, we're playing McBain again. You know, it's kind of like McBain. So. We knew what we were getting, and uh, yeah. those get, those kids played hard, and they, they stuck with it the whole game. Yeah, and, Jack, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, I don't know if you were out there for that kickoff, but I'm going to keep tooting my horn. I did it a bunch on Friday. I said you can't kick it to number six or number one when there was 19 seconds left in the half. Well, they kind of didn't, but Josh kind of let it go back to you. What were you thinking when he took off down the sidelines? Um, I was actually sitting right next to Coach Gross ready to get the first play call in, and <laughs> we were just watching it, and I heard him go, oh, he's gone. So <laughs> then it was just kind of cloud of dust and a kicker to beat and took it to the house. Yeah, James, you kind of ran through the, the uh, tackle of the kicker, but it's one of those, I feel like whenever, a, sometimes when a punt doesn't get fielded cleanly or a kickoff, the, the, the coverage kind of overruns you. Is that kind of what happened, do you think, Jameson? That's exactly what happened. Um, Josh kind of messed with the ball, tipped it back to me, grabbed it. I looked up, when I grabbed the ball, I looked up. There was only one person there. Josh took him for a split second, and it was it was so wide open. Yeah, this year I've been talking about how fast Max Humphrey is from time to time. We've been doing Mount Pleasant games. I forget how fast you are sometimes, my man. And now you are you run track. Do you know what you run in the 100? I mean, it would have been last spring, obviously. but Yeah, I didn't run it too much this year. I was mainly relay focused, so All right. not necessarily, but I got a, kind of an idea. 
So he does it. He does. He's team your relay guy, even when it comes to track and field, the team guy here. And so, uh, don't know if it was senior night or what, but for me, it seemed like Carter Fussman was kind of laying the lumber out there quite a bit. Now, did it seem like he brought a little extra Friday to you guys? Yeah, I thought he played extremely well. Is as, as in like filling holes. I mean, he was at outside backer corner, and I thought he played extremely well on defense, hitting like a linebacker should. <laughs> yeah, what about you, well, Coach Grace? I think for sure Carter was. I some somebody. I don't know if I should say this on the air, but I, know, I think somebody said Carter at the end had maybe a little tear in his eye because it's kind of like the end of the regular season. So I think he was feeling. He knew. You know, he knows he's a senior. These seniors know. You know, it could be their last one at any moment. And, you start doing that. I think he had a little. I think he had a little extra juice in him to, you know, lay the wood on a few people. So, <laughs> yeah. But we're coming to you live from the Bird Bar and Grill. It is Spock Sports Show from the Barberry Law Firm at Mobile Sports Studios. I've got Jack Fussman, Jamison Latham, and Coach Gross here with me from Beale City. And nine and zero. Oh, uh, what, what sticks out to you guys? We'll start with you, Jack. I mean, the record's great, but it's a new season starting Sunday when we got our playoff draw. So. Got White Cloud this Friday and win that one, and we go from there. You just went straight Tom Brady on me, didn't he, Coach Gross? Yeah, well, that's you. Ca- you got to love that, though. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's that's fine. If you if he uh, plays like Tom Brady, we're perfect. I can take that all day long. <laughs> and now, toughest game of the year. Said so this Cass City game was was pretty darn tough. They stuffed you guys inside the five a couple times. Ever Ravana. What game sticks out to you guys as the toughest game? We'll start with you this time, Jameson. Um. I don't know. All right. Tough All right. question. I'd say um, definitely the first half of Ravenna opening the season. That was tough to get acclimated to, you know, the heat and just coming into the season not really knowing what to expect too much. And after that first half, you know, we obviously got it dialed in, but that first half was pretty tough. Yeah, now, Jack, maybe for you playing the quarterback position, was there some, you know, something that really stuck out to you that was really tough this year? I would definitely say the most adversity was probably Ravenna, but I would for sure say that our most physical game was Cass City because I woke up Saturday morning with a whole different type of hurt. <laughs> what about you, Coach Gross, from, from your uh, spot as a coach? Well, all three games that you mentioned, to me, you know, they each had their different ups and downs and whatever. We didn't play really good early against Ravenna. But we played really well in the second half, and then – Against Everett, we didn't play really well again, and then we played really well, and then we played really bad again. So it was kind of like a roller coaster game to yep. me. And then the Cass City game, I'm not. I mean, these. I know there was a hard hitting going on, but as a coach, I never felt like I never felt worried in that game. I, mean, that, I, I just kind of felt like, yeah, I had lots of things. I mean, there was a couple plays I know that Jack, I was like, oh, this would be a really good spot to run that, and Jack's like, nah, don't run that yet. We don't want to show that yet, you know. So it was kind of one of those deals. Well, you know. I kind of dialed it back a little bit and made sure we were just doing some things we needed to do and work on some things we needed to work on. So I never really felt, so I would say the toughest one for me, I guess if I could have took a loss to Ravenna, but I, I, I appreciated the win against Everett a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and now for, you know, when I look back and think of things this year, we only saw you guys the three times. You guys really had things rolling. Then you had this tough game versus Cass City. You think that was a good thing to have this really tough game going to the playoffs? Because, I mean, it was 49-6, to 70-0, 50-0 the three weeks before that. Yeah, for sure. We needed it. We needed to get a test. We needed our starters to have to grind for four quarters again, and, and that was good for us. Yeah, what about you, Jack? 
I mean, I think it was perfect right before playoffs because playoff football is a lot more physical than regular season, and I think that was a great game to get us going before playoffs. Yeah, James, you got to agree with that? Yeah, I'd say the same thing, and they themselves, Cass City, was a playoff team, so um, kind of got, got gave us an idea of the teams we're about to play, too, with similar offenses and defenses. Yeah, do you guys know what to expect from, from White Cloud, what they're going to run? It's kind of a pro-style pitch. They like to get to the outside. They've got a couple of really fast guys. Um, their defense, they like to pack it in and make you make you run outside. I don't know if they'll do that against us. I mean, it's kind of tough to tell, but um, I'm sure they'll be ready. I mean, they're a playoff team, so we, you know we'll prepare for everything and go from there. Yep, and I drive through White Cloud all the time. Grandparents in Pentwater. We're in Pentwater, so went over there all the time. There's a place called Sally's right on the main drag there, and if you go in there, they got cinnamon rolls that are like three or four pounds. They give you like four things of frosting. They're super, super good. But you guys have actually played White Cloud two times, 2-0 and all time. The last time was back before these guys were born. 1987 was the last time that you guys have played them. And then looking over to the other side of the district and – Coach Gross, I know, you know, not supposed to look ahead. I always make the joke that it's my job to look ahead. It's your job to focus on this week. But got to bring it up. You've got Fowler and Carson City Crystal, and it's pretty obvious to look at that one. Fowler beat them 29-0 back in week one. Obviously, a lot of things can happen throughout the season, but are you expecting Fowler to come away with that one? Well, I was. we were just talking about it on the way in. It's hard to beat a team twice. We were actually talking about these guys' as opponents. Yep. You know, they're like, they got Cadillac on the other side. I mean, we talk, these guys have talked about it. Cadillac's tough. So, that, I mean, it's hard to beat a team twice. Yep. So, I don't know. You know, I, I would say, yeah, Fowler's obviously the favorite, but that's why you play the game. you got to yep. show up. we got to show up against White Cloud. We just can't just show up and think it's over. Yeah, and Coach Gross, that talk about Aiden Klein. Scooter Poker just came here from Mount Pleasant. We'll have them on here in a couple minutes. And then, you know, kind of one thing I want to ask you guys, you kind of brought it up a little bit. Everett, you know, a team in your conference and me, the local broadcaster is kind of looking ahead, pipe dream. Boy, Everett, Beale City, state semifinals, that would be pretty cool for the mid-Michigan community, but they might have to go to up to Iron Mountain and play that game. Obviously, you guys know much more about Everett than Iron Mountain, but you think they can be able to go up there and pull that off? I don't know why not. They're, yeah. good, they're a good football team. I mean, it's... And, and from what I saw a little bit watching the, the Pixelot with you guys when I was doing the Bay City Western game, it seems like they really like to spread it out quite a bit. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah Everett's not going to – they're not going to run it pounded at you. I mean, they do have a kid that can pound it at you. He's a good, really good football player. Might even – who knows? He might even be the MVP of our league. All right. The, the fullback and uh, inside linebacker for him. I can't think of his name. Hopkins. Uh, but uh, Everett's just as good as – just as good as anybody, and they can, you know, I could see them being in the semifinals and playing Iron Mountain, or they could, but they got, again, we were talking about this, they got another, they got to play McBain the week one. Yep. If McBain has all their people, McBain's huge. I mean, they got a, they got a lineman that, what is Bonico, like six, 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 three hundred plus, plus. <laughs> and he's a pretty good sized boy, you know, he can move, so, you know, you never know, it's hard to beat a team twice, and that's rivalry, I know, was it last year, the year before, Everett, Everett beat McBain, and then the playoffs came along. McBain beat Everett. And that so, obviously could, could uh, happen again. It could again. happen again. It's, yep. it's, it's playoff time, and anything can happen. Yeah, and in the playoff selection show, you guys were mentioned for a minute, and they said you guys were maybe a little young, and then they talked about you guys and Fowler being something you'd see in a state semifinal game, and I wanted to raise – well, I obviously not raise my hand at home watching TV alone, but it was like, well, the next week that has been a state semifinal game, in my opinion – 
could be the fourth year in a row if it had worked out right schedule-wise because you go back two years ago when you guys followed the Joburg and the COVID, I think if you guys got a full squad that game, talk about McBain, I think it's you guys and Ubley possibly playing for a fourth straight year. And I know that's something you guys are obviously thinking about too. And some of you guys got to be looking forward to just a little bit. And no, they weren't real happy coming all the way over to Mount Pleasant a couple years ago. And I don't know if you guys saw you jumped them playoff points with your win over Cass City and so if they do end up having to come this way that is going to be a really really intense contest too but you guys are focused on White Cloud this Friday you guys play them at 7 o'clock we'll be at the Mount Pleasant game but surely be getting updates from Rick Smith and Beale City too as well and last thing I want to ask you guys Jack Jameson both you guys uh, play offense defense what side of the ball is your favorite I would have to say offense all right just because quarterback you're in on everything pretty much what about you, Jameson? I'd say offense, too. All Scoring right. touchdowns is a lot more fun than getting some tackles. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. We're going to be back. We'll have Aiden Klein, Scooter Pope with me here. You're listening to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92, coming to you live from the Bird Bar and Grill in the Barberry Law Firm of Mobile Sports Studios. We'll be back with more right after this. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be your stew. Hi, this is Joe Barber. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the Central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind. If you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident, contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hey guys, welcome to the Bird Bar and Grill. What's for lunch today? You know, I'm actually looking at that bird burger. Does the slaw come on the side with that? Yeah, yeah, the slaw comes on the burger. We get that a lot. It's kind of our signature little side there. Cool, that's what I'll have then. Chris, you want me to pull out the kids' menu for you, buddy? Nah, no strip surprise today. I'm gonna take the moon bread. What the heck is moon bread? Moon bread is an herb dough with spices, cheese, garlic. It's pretty much like crack-like breadsticks. You're gonna love them. Here you go, guys. Bird burger and a moon bread. Oh, the moon bread is so good. Oh wow, man, that slaw is like heaven on a burger. Open for lunch. Lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, The Bird in downtown Mount Pleasant. Sometimes projects are not one size fits all. That's where Bill's Custom Fab comes in. Bill's Custom Fab can customize anything. Bill's Custom Fab can weld, fabricate, and finish your project for you. Go to Bill'sCustomFab.com to find out more or stop in on Gover Parkway off Broomfield, Mount Pleasant. It's the Barbary Law Firm's Mobile Sports Studio coming to you live from the Spock Sports Show right here on Buck 92. Welcome back to the Bird Bar and Grill. We are coming to you live from the Barbary Law Firm of Mobile Sports Studios. It is Spock Sports Show. Chris Spockman now joined by Scooter Poke and Aiden Klein. Big shout-out to Coach Gross, Jamison Latham, Jack Fussman for hanging out with me for a bit. Looks like they're going to grab some grub and hang out a little bit longer. And first of all, Aiden, thank you so much for joining me again. And Coach Coach Max said Scooter was coming, but he's trying to find somebody else. And then did, were you the last resort since you've already been here a couple times? Probably. All right. But <laughs> I did tell him, though, after the first week, I said, Aiden seemed really comfortable. I could tell, you know, he's worked with Onstat some as well. So anytime you, you don't got somebody, send Aiden in. So I'm glad, glad he reached out to you last minute there. And first thing, we weren't at the Linden game on Friday. I watched quite a bunch of the stream. It seemed like they were really tough. Uh, Scooter, we'll start with you. What did you think of that Linden team Friday night? Uh, they were tough. I mean, they had a couple good players on their team. They had 
special people on their team that can do things. Quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, he seemed like he was pretty legit. Yeah, he, was, he was nice. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Aiden? What did you think of them? Uh, I think they were pretty good. They had, uh, yeah, the quarterback, and then I, th- I think that linebacker, too. Nine, oh, I guess 97, their DN, and their middle linebacker, 25. They were both pretty good, too. Right on. And now, do you guys know your numbers after after nine games? Because after eight games, they were pretty outstanding. I think you were oh, maybe over 600 yards. Scooter, you're 647 going into the game. Uh, you guys, a little little competition there to who might end up with the most yards at the end of the season between you guys? Sure, Sometimes, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> but I imagine a friendly competition in the one place. I'll toot your horn here, Scooter. You got Aiden beat on the touchdowns by, by a little ways right now. Is that I can tell you, is that something you've been yeah, regretting yeah. a little bit this year, Aiden? Oh, yeah, he always gives me. Give me something about that. Always talking about that one. Yeah, that, that's a big one. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll bring up the one in TC. Like I said, all the captains had scored yeah. except for Aiden, but we'll bring it. You got in, didn't you? I did. I definitely got in. <laughs> all right. Kind of something similar that I asked these guys here. Um, wide receiver, defensive back. You guys play both ways as well. Do you have a favorite to play offense or defense? Um, no, to be honest, I really like both. Both sides of the ball, it's really fun just – like offensively, always like you know running routes, catching passes, and then defensively, locking down like receivers and catching picks and all that kind of stuff. It's it's all fun for me. Yeah, what about you, Scooter? Um, I'd have to go defense because offense is really like kind of a natural thing to me. All right. So like defense, I'd have to be more like locked in to what's going on in every play, every down. All right, awesome. And now, moment this year that really sticks out to you guys? Um, I think that um. I think our win against Cadillac was pretty big. I think that um, us coming back and uh, like regrouping at halftime was really big. They're that's a playoff team. They're pretty. They're pretty good. So playing them and regrouping against them really kind of gave us a playoff feel. So it was it was really good for us, especially midway through the season. All right, Scooter, is that kind of sticks out to you as yeah. well? I'd have yep. to say either Cadillac or Linden. All right. So like tough team to play, showing us what a playoff game would be like, showing the rest of the underclassmen what a playoff game would be like. So all of our team was like on the same page. All right, and, you know, looking at your guys' scores like last year, 26-19 was the closest game you guys had in the regular season, some blowouts other than that. This year's been different. You've had a 27-24 win, 27-21 win. You guys lost 22-21. You won this last week, 28-21. I think everybody knows how competitive the D3 playoffs are year in, year out. Do you think those close games are going to have you, you know, well-prepared for what's ahead? Um, I think it definitely does. It's like... Like what they were saying, blowing out teams doesn't really prepare you for the playoffs. But when you have closer games and you have to all come together as a team and figure out like what's going wrong and what to do to figure out what to, like to do right, it yeah. just it really helps. Yeah, for sure. Now, I'm just gonna kind of throw this out there, see if it makes sense. You guys, everybody here is part of a great football program, and you guys play some not so good programs and some good ones. And this last week, Linden and Cass City, two teams you guys weren't familiar with. When you have two teams that are just used to winning, that they won't go away, does that kind of make sense? And is that what you always get in the playoffs? Because, you know, for example, you know, Bay City Central, they beat you guys this year, but most years you guys go in and play, you get up a couple touchdowns, they just kind of lay down. That's different when you get to the playoffs. Everybody's used to winning then. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure, definitely. Uh, I feel like it kind of just helps you, like, you know, you, like, can't coast, like, through the game. You got to, like, keep going. And I think Bay City Central was really like a wake-up call. It was like we couldn't. I feel like a lot of us thought we could just walk in there and beat them, but it was it wasn't like that at all. Yep. And that like I said got you guys ready for Gaylor. Like I said, it's a team that you guys well, neither of you guys were there in some of the wins you guys have had in the past, but you've had some good ones. They beat you guys before as well, and it's kind of a team you guys are familiar with. Twenty twenty, they forfeited. Got to go back to twenty fifteen. Have you guys seen the film yet on them? Do you know what to expect? Um, I mean. 
they were like kind of like Linden, but not right. really. So it's like preparing for more than one person, trying to stay locked in, getting everybody locked in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And now, do you guys have like a favorite overall part of just just playing football in general? I think it's just playing football yeah. in general. It's always like the team, everybody being together. It's it's just such a fun season. It's so it's so amazing. Yep, and this year I think more than ever, I don't know if it's because the high AP ranking, you know, you guys have won so many games now for so many years, but what's it like playing at Community Memorial when it's absolutely jam-packed? It's it's it's, am- it's amazing. It's so much fun. You say it's a movie, Scooter? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I like that. And now one thing I want to stress is, you know, I think some people think, you know, you get the great football experience at home now if you want to stay home, watch the game. And even with some high school football now, if people want to watch the game or listen to the game, please do. But how much does it help you guys when those people are there, when they're loud, when they're roaring, they're pumping you guys up? It, it does a lot. It, uh, it kind of gives you like a, like a boost, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like they're there watching you, like cheering you on. Like, and they're, they're a great student section, so. It's always fun to have them there. Yeah, Scooter. Yeah, I'm going to pick up what Aiden said. It gives you a boost. It's like you got all these people here, and now it's time to put on a show for these people. Like, you have so much to prove. And it's one of those, you guys are already pretty jacked up out there on the football field, but then it just gives you that little yeah. extra right, yeah, ready yeah. to go. And I'm sorry for the stupid noise there, but I, <laughs> I couldn't really think of anything else to do. And now you guys both going to be playing basketball this year for, for Coach Shell. Is yes, that the yeah. plan? Yeah. All right, now he, it's one of those. He's probably rolling his eyes at Coach Mack to further you guys go in the playoffs. And I know probably happens with Coach Gattrell and Coach Gross. But, well, I guess that, again, I shouldn't say that. They want you guys to go as far as you can. Multi-sport athletes always does a great thing. And now I'm trying to think of another, like, funny question to ask you guys. Barodichuk, when he's lined up, one of you guys is on the left, one of you guys is on the right. Is there one way he seems to throw the football more? I feel like he spreads it out pretty well. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. And now a sophomore or a junior that's maybe really surprised you guys this year, and we kind of talked about it a little bit last week, Aiden, so I'm going to ask you, Scooter, is there, is there somebody, uh, you know, not an underclassman necessarily, you guys got a couple sophomores up, is there a sophomore or a junior that's really surprised you? Um, I'm going to have to say the juniors on our offensive line. They All right. really, like, stepped up and kind of got the job done. They're still learning, but, I mean, they're doing it right. I think Bailey's the only yeah. senior you guys got down there, and a bunch of the guys down there are juniors. And, uh, you know, you got Kowalik and Dennis, who just kind of physical, imposing yeah. bodies, but the rest of the guys down there are doing it with a lot of grit and a lot of heart, yeah. I guess I'll say. Yeah. yeah, but now, if you guys had to pick, uh, you know, an MVP last week, you know, they, they kind of gave it to you, Scooter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you pick somebody besides yourself here, and we're going to make Aiden pick somebody else as well. Uh, for MVP, I'd have to say... Uh Probably Caleb Newbecker. All right, all right. I like that, man. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Aiden? Um, I think that's who I said at last week. Actually, uh, I think I'm gonna say. Actually, you you might have said Caleb last I week, and then, and then Coach, then Coach yeah. Max said Scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um probably Cal. I all think right. Cal. Yeah, Cal really stepped up. He's always he's like if you watch our pregame, he's always like our big hype guy. He always gets the team like going. So having a junior step up into that kind of hype role is really big for a team. It kind of shows the rest of the juniors and the sophomores like what they need to, like, model themselves after. Yeah, and he's been able to take on what I'll call the, you guys will recognize the name, the Sean Fitzgerald role. Yeah, like, yeah. he's playing on the line, yeah. but sometimes you put him back there with that fullback, yeah. and he really is going to clear some space. Yeah. And uh, I think one guy going into the year, if we were going to pick somebody that might have been the MVP, it would have been Mr. Mr. Legit Max Humphrey. But uh, he was hurt a lot of the year. How's he feeling? Is he going to be ready to be back for the playoffs? And I know that's, that's something that... I think he's kind of, you know, wanted to do, and the team's kind of said, you know, it's probably what we need you to do. Yeah, I think uh, he's been playing linebacker the last couple weeks, so he's kind of been feeling it out there, doing really well. And I think um, 
I'm hoping he'll be back, but I mean, Caleb has really stepped up. Oh my gosh, yes. So I think he's been doing a lot more in practice running at running back, and he's starting to punt again, actually, which is crazy. But yeah, I think I think Max will be back. All right, and uh, Gaylord Friday, seven o'clock. Said we'll have that game on Buck ninety two. Everybody's got to come out for it. If you can't make it, make sure you listen. We'll have some updates coming from the Beale City game. But I uh, just yeah, tell everybody got to be there Friday night, don't they? Oh yeah, they, yeah. All right, all right. We're going to take another break here on Spock Sports Show. When we come back, I'm going to kind of do a quick rundown of all those high school playoffs where everybody is going to be as far as our local team's concerned to keep you informed. You listen to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92, coming to you live from the Barberry Law Firm at Mobile Sports Studios, the Bird Bar and Grill. Be back right after this. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours, too. Barbary Law is proud to serve clients in mid-Michigan. Ask your insurance company, any prosecutor, judge, and they know the name. He's respected, knowledgeable, and he wins. Barbary Law has won multi-million dollar accident claims, is an expert for estate planning, and Michigan's go-to divorce lawyer. When you have a legal battle, you need Barbary Law and his team in your corner. They work here, they live here, and they know us and our courts and will win for you. Great legal representation is right here in Mount Pleasant. Barbary Law Firm, every case they take, they take personally. My attorney is Joe Barbary, he can be yours too. Green Tree Co-op Market is ready for fall. Their new location across the pedestrian bridge from Island Park is open 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily, offering more fresh, delicious local options than ever before, including sushi and a daily hot bar, indoor and outdoor seating, larger produce and meat departments, and a dedicated parking lot in the back. Stop by for fresh coffee, quick snacks, easy meals, savory soups, hair and skin care, and all your fall essentials. Green Tree, now at 410 West Broadway, Mount Pleasant. Visit greentree.coop for more information. The Forum Apartments in Mount Pleasant offers a great off-campus living experience at an affordable price. Spacious two-bedroom apartments await with most utilities included. There's no place like home, and there's no place like the Forum Apartments. Call 989-772-5252 to schedule a tour today. Buck 92 and Buck92.com return you now to the Spock Sports Show, live from the Barbary Law Firm's Mobile Sports Studio. Welcome back to the Bird Barn Grill, downtown Mount Pleasant. Scooter Polk, Aiden Klein, Jamison Latham, Jack Fussman all hanging out, making Coach Gross throw on the headset once again as we just kind of run through these playoff matchups one more time. And don't have anybody in D1 locally. In D2, we got Midland playing Swords Creek. D5, Shepard is at Muskegon Oak Ridge. Gladwin is hosting Ogama Heights. And you, you didn't see any. The only team I think you can really give us any information on is Claire with this as far as scrimmages and whatnot. Right, Coach Gross? Yes, yeah, the only team we've really seen. So yep. I, I don't really know. I mean, I know these guys said Claire's down a quarterback or two, so they're and it's gonna be it's gonna be tough if they're on their third string quarterback. Yeah. So. Shepard, first time they've made the playoffs since two thousand five. I know you and me growing up, you're a ninety four grad, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were there every single year. It's so cool to see them back with Coach Sigler. And do you know much about Coach Sigler? I just know I remember watching his belding teams way back in the day and they were really, really good. And turning some things around there at Shepard. Said it's gonna be a tough one them at Muskegon Oak Ridge. I believe Oak Ridge is eight and one and when you think about Muskegon 
You got Reeves Puffer, you got Mona Shores, you got Muskegon High, you got Muskegon Oak Ridge, you've got Muskegon Catholic Central. Holy moly, that's that's a football haven over there. You, should, you and I should go over there and watch some like youth football on a Saturday. I bet it'd be pretty intense. Yeah, I bet you they got. I bet it's pretty good football for sure. Yeah, and in D six we do have Claire. They're going to be at Standish Sterling Centric. Said down a couple quarterbacks. You, you, like I said, you said no predictions, but do you think Claire will be able to fare okay against Standish Sterling? Do you know anything well, about Standish? I don't know anything about Standish other than the fact didn't they just play? Who did they just play last week? Oh, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. Gladwin. Gladwin. Did they play Gladwin? Oh, did they last play Gladwin? Week? All right. It was all right. A good game, I believe. Yeah. So, so if they hung in with Gladwin, you know that's yeah. Gonna be you know really, they got to really be tough. pretty good. I think that's their only loss. So. Yep. Yep. And also Sanford Meridian at Millington, and in D7, Ithaca hosts Lake City. You're familiar with Lake City, not so much Ithaca, but do you think Lake City? Actually, let me. Does Lake City have some size? Because I think that might be the one thing that could give Ithaca some trouble. Well, Lake City has some size, but the problem is, is Lake City's quarterback I think is out, and that kid was really good. I mean, the Dunkel kid is I, might might be one of the best quarterbacks we've seen all year. I mean, the Hogan kid from uh, Ravenna oh, is yeah. really good, but the Lake City's quarterback is equally as good, fast. I don't know these guys, track guys, would know what he runs in the, in the yep. hundred or whatever. But he's fast. But I, without him, I don't think they can hang. Hang, but you never know. And a couple of the kind of things to talk about that I wanted to have you on. So you got Mount Pleasant, Gaylord, Dewitt, Cadillac. That's that district, but. Nine times out of ten, you go back after that, Mount Pleasant always seems to go southwest. Well, that's not the case this year. Fenton, Holly, Linden, and Hazlitt are the teams. And so if you did see that Cedar Springs, that Muskegon, that East Grand Rapids, Zeeland West is the highest ranked team down there. Wouldn't be until the state semifinals. How big is that? And then you got all the games at home until then for them. Well, having all the games at home is going to help them a ton. I mean, and they just played Linden last week. I, like I yep. was talking about, it was a seven-point football game. and. You know, I think it, it it's nice to play somebody different sometimes. You know what I mean? Like you say, oh, go play Muskegon. We did it for years. Up oh, Muskegon Catholic. Up oh, Muskegon Catholic. Up oh, Muskegon Catholic. And you know, in further further years, earlier years, it was oh, we went and played Frankfurt, and they were really good. Up oh, played Frankfurt again. We played Frankfurt again. So sometimes it's just nice to get that that aura of you know you were talking about it earlier. It's like you playoff teams. You know that you're gonna yes. You, you just feel like oh, you're going to win. And these guys go into a game, and then these guys do too. They're like, yeah, we're gonna, we plan on winning this game. We don't, we don't think about losing. But when you go into a game against a Muskegon Catholic, or I'm sure these guys go into a game against a Muskegon High, they're like, oh, we gotta play Muskegon High again. You know, it's just that mental factor. So yep. I think it makes a big difference just playing somebody different. It's nice to have a different challenge. Yep. And then in uh, Division Eight, kind of the same thing for you guys. You guys usually go north. Well. Not the case this year. Everett McBain, I believe they've both dropped down from D7 to D8 this year. So, as we talked about earlier, it would be Everett having to go way up north to Iron Mountain if that happens. But that probably makes things maybe a little bit more difficult for you guys schedule-wise. And maybe for Ubley, too. Ubley's got to be shaking their head a little bit. What? We got open with Saginaw Novell. That's, that's going to be a tough one for them. But, like I said, going south, were you, were you surprised by that? No, we kind of knew what we were, you know, with Everett and McBain dropping down. They kind of knew it was going to push us to that, I don't know, the southern north yeah, Southern, yeah. Southern that's north, about the way to say it, it, yeah. But uh, I kind of figured, we pretty much figured that's where it was going to be. And, uh, I mean, I guess the good thing is, is if we are fortunate enough to make it that far, we wouldn't have to go to Iron Mountain on a, for a regional final game. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Everett or McBain or whoever, you know, you, it's the playoffs, you don't really care where you go. You just take, take it, but... Yeah, but you got a bunch of younger kids. It's 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 best to have them sleep in their own bed on a night before a well, football game. Well, like I say, game. it's nice for us to you know we, we'll, if we, as long as we keep winning, we'll have three home games. Yep. So that's really really cool. 
All right, Coach Gross, thanks so much for joining me. Jack Fussman, Jamison Latham, Scooter Polk, and Aiden Klein all here on this week's Fox Sports Show. Be back with you next week talking that first round of the high school football playoffs. Who won? Who's going where? Where are we going to be? And this Friday we will be in Mount Pleasant as the Mount Pleasant Oilers take on Gaylord. We'll have updates coming from Beale City, from Shepard, from Claire and Sanford Meridian as well. Letting you know everything you need to know from the Barbary Law Firm at Mobile Sports Studios. That's Friday right around 7 o'clock kickoff from Mount Pleasant's Community Memorial Stadium. Big shout-out to all of these guys for hanging out on Spock Sports Show, and a big shout-out to you for listening. Be back with you next Monday, 7 o'clock, maybe pre-recorded next week because it is Halloween. We ain't bringing these kids in here on Halloween, Coach Gross, and so we'll see what happens with that next week. Make sure you tune in 7 o'clock, Buck 92, next week, Monday, Spock Sports Show, and every Monday, that's where you can catch Spock Sports Show from the Barberry Law Firm at Mobile Sports Studios here on Buck 92. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views, opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.